0: It's time to break down the X's and O's on Giants Rewind. What is this step you with Carl Banks, a New York Giants podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of Giants Rewind on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. I am John Schmelk. As you might have guessed by the title, I'm joined by the one and only Carl Banks or remind you that this is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Find it, subscribe, edit to your favorites. And leave a positive review if you're on Apple Podcast, if you're so inclined. Carl, Giants fall by six to the Arizona Cardinals, a nip-and-tuck game throughout. And when you look back at it, between penalties, turnovers, missed field goals, some dropped passes, some poor communication on protection, the Giants just made too many mistakes to come out of this game with a win.
0: Well, and I think that sums it up. John, we actually don't even have to do this. You just summed it up perfectly. Um You know, teams that are kind of on that fringe of being a good football team but don't do enough good things to actually manifest that, those are the things that happen. Until you can eliminate the penalties, um, eliminate the turnovers, and make the plays that you're supposed to make, Um, you're going to always be that team that Didn't do enough to win. Came close. Didn't do enough to win. And then you get to sit and film and talk about in hindsight how, boy, we played so well if we would have only done X, Y, and Z. What if, what if, what if? Yeah, the X, Y, and Z shows up every week. Then the other letter in there is probably going to be an L. A couple specific situations I want to touch on before we talk about some individual players in this game.
1: One drive to me that not a lot of people have talked about because there wasn't anything, you know, no big turnovers or anything on on that particular drive. But the Giants are down 17-14. They got the ball back with five minutes to go, 5.52 to go in the first half. And they move the ball down. They get the ball all the way down to Arizona's 31-yard line. They have a second and four. And over the course of that drive, Carl, you had a drop by Benny Fowler. You had a long run by Saquon Barkley that got called back by an Mm -hmm. offensive holding. You had Evan Ingram dropping a deep pass down the right sideline. And then on a third and 10 from the 37 after an incomplete pass on the play prior, by the way, Saquon Barkley turned a two yard loss into a six yard loss Mm -hmm. by running backwards. Then on a third and 10 that you don't convert, Mike Remmers holds. It pushes you back 10 more yards and then you're at a field goal range. So you're looking at four or five mistakes on just one drive that probably took three points at least off the board there, and it's a six-point game at the end. Those are the type of things that come back and get you.
0: Well, they certainly are. Just like you said, John, it's big play, drop ball, drop ball, big play, penalty, (laughs) and then all of a sudden you're out of range. Like you're driving. You're right there. You're ready. But think about that. The same thing happened last week. They come out the second half, they move the ball down, and then there's a turnover. This time they move the ball down, um, similar down by a touchdown. Um, This week they move the ball down and then self-inflicted wounds, get them out of scoring range. So in order for you to be a team um, that wins these type of games, you've gotta do the little things and attention to detail is super-duper important. Um, when you have opportunities, you're not good enough to recover and overcome um, deficits. And then you look at
1: the turnovers. And you're not going to have many games, Carl, where you're minus three in the turnover ratio, and you're going to turn around and you're going to win. There was an interception. There were a couple sack mm-hmm. fumbles in the game. And those are the type of things, and if you watch Carl's play break- breakdown that we're going to post online at some point on Monday. He talks about this, Carl, where you have the mistakes of a young quarterback, but also these spectacular plays of the young quarterback kind of manifesting themselves throughout this game.
0: Yeah, and so you see a quarterback, and the thing that that really gives you encouragement that he's the right guy is that some of the throws he makes and some of the decisions he makes. And then there are things that says, okay – The kid's going to have to learn this at this level that you can't do certain things like hold the ball in the pocket and know that if the only play that you call and you have no other option, you've got to kill it if it's not there instead of holding the ball. But the one thing that he has to do now is, and it's his sole responsibility, the rest of it you can grow out of in this decision stuff, but ball security Um is the one thing that I believe this quarterback has to now make a priority for. Now, they talk about it, and he doesn't want to make the fumbles. Nobody does. But, boy, he's got to make it a priority now because it's the thing every team thinks they can do to you. Um, Coming into the game, he's part of a defensive game plan. You get to the quarterback, try to strip him. He has ball security issues. And, you know, I say as a rookie – you haven't seen everything until you've seen it the first time. So he's seeing a lot of things the first time, but the one thing he's, he's seen all of his life is a football. So that he should have to be able to protect.
1: And it's funny. We see the great touchdown throw to Red Allison in yep. a small window. He had a couple really small window throws to Golden Tate mm-hmm. on third down conversions between defenders. But then you had the small window throw he tried in the
0: first quarter that turned into the interception. Well, it was a small window throw. Well, there's there were two. There was the small window throw that went into an interception and then there was one he threw into a defensive team meeting <laughs> by waiting and waiting for it to come open. But as he's waiting, the defenders were converging. They were all in the vicinity and there was an interception on that play. So he's gotta he's gotta fine tune what he's seeing. But it's really just inconsistent to call,
1: call, yeah. Carl, because we are seeing in other situations he threw a hot route behind the corner blitz. That was really yep. nice. They blitzed six. He got rid of the ball out. So we're seeing him make the right decisions at times, just other times he doesn't.
0: Yeah, but that's that's the the perils of a rookie, not being Bingo. sure of what you're seeing sometimes.
1: All right, let, let's go to the last final drives, Carl, because the offensive line, uh, they didn't have their best game of the year. They struggled at times. But I thought they played well enough to win. And so you got to those final two possessions for the Giants, mm-hmm. and then things kind of just fell off the wheels a little bit,
0: yeah, so you know when you make up your mind that you're gonna go you're gonna go for it on fourth down, and you 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 set your mind to it, there should be a caveat that says, if we get more than six yards, we're going for it, um but the decision was made you get three yards. And, and by the way, just so the folks know, Pat Shermer said in his post game press
1: conference that that was an audible at the line of scrimmage by the quarterback. He saw the soft two-shell safety, sure. and he went into the third and 18, ran the draw to Saquon, only gained three yards. Right.
0: So when you only get three and it's an end-of-the-game situation, this is your your chance to either give your defense one more series to keep you in the game, or you Lose the game right there if you don't make it. So, third and 18, you get three. It's fourth and 15. I think strategically, you're better off punting. But the coach had it called, and he went for it, and it didn't work. Um, he said he had it in his head. He wanted to do it that way. And I say, you know, all coaches reserve the right to uh, to change their minds before the play clock runs out. And then in terms of protection on those final two drives, that Patrick Peterson corner blitz,
1: I hadn't seen that on tape from the Cardinals all year. Then again, Patrick Peterson hadn't really been there all year. So I'm not sure if that is a Patrick Peterson play per se. But it looked like one of those deals where Barkley was helping out on an inside rusher. He couldn't get back out there in time. and, And frankly, I don't think anyone saw Peterson coming.
0: Well, no, but it's simple math. It's simple math. And they did a great job, the Cardinals of disguising it because they didn't cheat him in at all. No, they didn't. They um, they left him out there, and he came very late. So uh, hats off to the Cardinals for that. But then, you know, your offensive line has got to be able to expect that. Now, it's not a new blitz in the league. There's always that option when you're going through your, your number progression, progressions as blockers. You get to one, two, and there's no three. You look. You look left, you look right to see who's coming, but they got him on a timely uh, blitz on that one.
1: And then a couple of plays before that, you had, I don't know if I should call it a miscommunication, but there was an error in protection where Barkley and Remmers both mm-hmm. went to block the outside rusher on the left side of the defense, That's... and Jones came inside. How do you analyze that as a guy who's been on the field, obviously? That
0: is purely a... Um... That's purely a breakdown in communication because you've got to block inside out when you look at what um, the guard did on that particular play. He counted the first guy in and then everything else is the back and the tackle. And they all went to number three and number two walks right in. So um, I'm not sure if They didn't communicate it, or they just messed up the count. But number one was already declared. If you're counting inside out, the guard took the first guy in, and the other two were the responsibility of the tackle and the the running back and somebody. They both went for the outside guy, so there's clearly a communication issue. All right, let's talk talk about the defensive side of the ball. Early in the game – the Cardinals got a
1: couple of scores, and the defense really seemed to settle down a little bit. They mm-hmm. scored twice off those two takeaways. Uh, let's talk about a couple of the big runs first. The Cardinals had two big outside runs that went for scores. They had the inside run that went for a score, two. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you see on those type of plays and the things that were going wrong?
0: Um, I just don't think the Giants did a good job of setting the edge. Um, they get the first one, on them, then they should make the adjustment right away, and it shouldn't happen again, but they went to it again and got the same result. Um, you had guys that were getting sealed on the edge, the defensive end and the defensive backs that were coming up. Zimenez was on the first one. He got sealed yeah. in pretty nice, yeah. Um, and then the defensive backs, the corners, that kind of got to turn that thing in. It's a lot when you got two guys barreling down on you because your you're, you're end-of-the-line guy got sealed off. So now he's looking at guys coming full speed. All he can do is just go down and try to take a two, a couple of guys out, or take one guy out. But it's once they get to that edge, it's it's just very difficult for the um, the cornerback to be the guy to turn it back in.
1: One thing I thought the defense did well, and coming into this game, the Cardinals had gotten chunk plays through the air. Mm-hmm. Carl, Kyler Murray really didn't try to throw the ball down the field much. He had two deep tries down the field. One was a. Uh, a play where there was an offside, so it was a it was a free play. They got the pass interference on Jenkins. They went to review. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of contact there. Looks like their feet got tangled. And then you had the play where DeAndre Baker made the really nice play in mm-hmm. one-on-one coverage on the left side of the field. But this defense continues to not let players get over the top on them, which is good to see. Well,
0: you see the progress there, right? And it can it can be soothing. Um, to know that if you would have done X, Y, and Z, you won the game because you did so many other things right. But that's not what matters in wins and losses. You're expected to do those things right, but you're expected to, when they're plays to be made, to make them and help your team win football games. But um, if someone asked me, is this a scheme problem? Does, does Betcher know what he's doing? He gave him a great game plan. He gave him an absolute great game plan as evidenced. When you look at the numbers, which can be soothing, 105 passing, 28 rushing for the quarterback. Okay. Yep. They legislated against a lot of what the air raid offense is supposed to be known for. Right. But they couldn't stop a simple run. You know, they couldn't stop a run up the middle. They couldn't stop two runs on the edges. So That doesn't make you any closer to being better until you can do those things fundamentally right with any level of consistency. Once you do that, then you're talking about having a dominant football game. You mentioned Murray, 10 rushes, only 28 yards. Mm -hmm. And the play
1: that preceded the pump block, I'll ask you about the pump block in a second, but the play that preceded the pump block, Murray tried one of his little figure eights to reset the pocket. Ximenez was acting as a quarterback spy, as a stand up rusher, but mm-hmm. Golden stuck with his rush. Carter got the initial pressure. Grant Haley yeah. even cut off the edge. It was such a good team effort. I think we saw that against his scrambling most of the day, Carl. Everyone was aware of it and everyone was paying attention. Right. To it.
0: And that's, you know, I guess we can assume that with Murray, you know, if he can move around and get you off schedule, it's where his big plays come. But when you've just relegated him to the pocket. Or you flushed him out of the pocket to his left, then he just becomes a runner and you can handle that. So I think they did a great job of understanding how Arizona wanted to attack them. And they did, you know, from, from the air. And they just didn't do a good job on four plays. You know, four running plays are really what sank this team.
1: The putt block went for a touchdown. The Giants' special teams, which frankly have been dominant a lot of the yes. year, continue to be. Michael Thomas went untouched up the middle. It wasn't even a full punt rush. It was as much of a punt they had a return, return run, But
0: that's Michael Thomas. He's such a smart and savvy player that he saw the opportunity and he knew exactly what to do. He literally could have took in, taken the ball off the punter's foot. And then Eli Penny was very aware to get yes. the ball. Yes. So they had their rush on, but they were setting up a return, but they did what they were supposed to do in route to – Ultimately setting up the return.
1: Big picture, Carl, before we say goodbye. Uh, the Lions are next week. The Giants play a Cardinals defense that struggled. Look, there was bad weather, too. I should include that into the conversation. There was here. bad
0: weather for both teams, too. Correct.
1: That, that's also true. Not an excuse for the loss, but the offense didn't gain 300 yards in terms of total offense. They struggled with protection against a Cardinals team that has struggled defensively this year. Big picture, where do you see this team heading into Detroit? Where are they on both sides of the ball? And how do they rebound and get a much-needed victory?
0: Well, they've got to have a sense of urgency. As much as it, it is about um, preparing for the Detroit Lions, you've got to really clean up your stuff. you got to really clean up, and you got to be serious about when you say, "Well, we were only a few plays away. If we had just did, well, you got to be serious about correcting that." Because and by the way, there are a lot of teams that are only a few plays away each week. Yeah, and you know what? They're a few plays away from being a few plays away. It's what it ends up being. So, um, they've got to get it corrected. And a few plays separates
1: teams in yep. this league. That's how the league works now. Absolutely. One.
0: Carl, great stuff. Thank you, sir.
1: That's Carl Banks, another edition of Giants Rewind. We'll see you next week on Giants.com. Everybody, thanks for joining us. And remember, subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. We're there. We're glad to have you. See you then.